0: Act Two of the Gondoliers by W. S. Gilbert. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Two Scene Pavilion in the Court of Barataria. Marco and Giuseppe, magnificently dressed, are seated on two thrones, occupied in cleaning the crown and the scepter the gondoliers are discovered dressed some as courtiers officers of rank etc and others as private soldiers and servants of various degrees all are enjoying themselves without reference to social distinctions some playing cards others throwing dice some reading others playing cup and ball mora etc
1: of happiness the very pith in baratteria, you may see a monarchy that's tempered with
2: republican equality this form of government we find the beau ideal of its kind a despotism strict combined with absolute equality two kings of undue pride bereft
3: who act in perfect unity whom you can order right and left with absolute impunity who put their subjects at their ease by doing all they can to please and thus to earn their bread and cheese seize every
2: opportunity of happiness the very pith in barataria you may see a monarchy that's tempered with republican equality a despotism strict combined with absolute equality
3: gentlemen we are much obliged to you for your expressions of satisfaction and good feeling i say we are much obliged to you for your expressions of satisfaction and good feeling we We heard heard you we are delighted at any time to fall in with sentiments so charmingly expressed that's all right at the
4: same time there is just one little grievance that we should like to ventilate What? what don't be alarmed it's not serious it is arranged that until it is decided which of us two is the actual king we are to act as one person exactly now although we act as one person we are in point of fact two persons
1: Uh, i-i
4: don't think we can go into that it is a legal fiction
1: and legal fictions are solemn things situated as we are we can't recognize
4: two independent responsibilities no but you can recognize two independent appetites it's all very well to say we act as one person but when you supply us with only one ration between us i should describe it as a legal fiction carried a little too far it's a rather
1: nice point i don't like to express an opinion off-hand suppose we reserve it for argument before the full court
3: yes but what are we to do in the meantime
1: we We want want our our tea. tea i think we may make an interim order for double rations on their majesties entering into the usual
2: undertaking to indemnify
1: in the event of an adverse decision
2: that i think will meet the case but you must work hard stick to it
4: nothing like work oh certainly we quite understand that a man who holds the magnificent position of king should do something to justify it we are called your majesty We are allowed to buy ourselves magnificent clothes. Our subjects frequently nod to us in the streets. The sentries always return our salutes, and we enjoy the inestimable privilege of heading the subscription lists to all the principal charities. In return for these advantages, the least we can do is to make ourselves useful about the palace. Rising early in the morning, we proceed to light the fire. Then, our majesty adorning, in its workaday attire, we embark without delay on the duties of the day first we polish off some batches of political dispatches and foreign politicians circumvent then if business isn't heavy we may hold a royal levy or ratify some acts of parliament then we proudly review the household troops with the usual shaloo humps and shaloo hoops or receive with ceremonial and state an interesting eastern potentate After that, we generally go and dress our private valet. It's a rather nervous duty. He's a touchy little man. Write some letters literary for our private secretary. He is shaky in his spelling, so we help him if we can. Then, in view of cravings inner, we go down and order dinner. Then we polish the regalia and the coronation plate. Spend an hour in titivating all our gentlemen in waiting, or we run on little errands for the ministers of state. Oh, the philosophers may sing of the troubles of a king, yet the duties are delightful and the privileges great. But the privilege and pleasure that we treasure beyond measure is to run on little errands for the ministers of state.
2: Oh, philosophers may sing of the troubles of a king yet the duties are delightful and the privilege is great but the privilege and pleasure that we treasure beyond measure is to run on little errands for the ministers of state after luncheon
4: making merry on a bun and glass of sherry if we've nothing in particular to do we may make a proclamation or receive a deputation Then we possibly create a peer or two then we help a fellow creature on his path with the garter or the thistle or the bath, or we dress and toddle off in semi state to a festival, a function, or a fete. Then we go and stand as sentry at the palace, private entry, marching hither, marching thither, up and down and to and fro, while the warrior on duty goes in search of beer and beauty, and it generally happens that he hasn't far to go he relieves us if he's able just in time to lay the table then we dine and serve the coffee and at half-past twelve or one with a pleasure that's emphatic we retire to our attic with the gratifying feeling that our duty has been done oh the philosophers may sing of the troubles of a king but of pleasures there are many and of worries there are none and the culminating pleasure that we treasure beyond measure is the gratifying feeling that our duty has been done
1: o oh, philosophers may sing of the troubles of a king yet the duties
2: are delightful and the privilege is great but the privilege and pleasure that we treasure beyond measure is to run on little errands for the ministers of state
0: exeons all but marco and giuseppe
4: yes it really is a very pleasant existence they are all so singularly kind and considerate you don't find them wanting to do this or wanting to do that or saying it's my turn now
3: no they let us have all the fun to ourselves and never seem to grudge it it makes one feel quite selfish it almost seems like taking advantage of their good nature how nice they were about the double rations most considerate ah there's only one thing wanting to make us thoroughly comfortable and that is the dear little wives we left behind us three months ago yes it
4: is dull without female society we
3: can do without everything else but we can't do without that and if we have that imperfection we have everything there is only one recipe for perfect happiness take a pair of sparkling eyes hidden ever and anon in a merciful eclipse do not heed their mild surprise having passed the rubicon take a pair of rosy lips take a figure trimly planned such as admiration wets be particular in this take a tender little hand fringed with dainty fingerets. press it in parenthesis ha ha take all these you lucky man take and keep them if you can take a pretty little cot quite a miniature affair hung about with trellised vine furnish it upon the spot with the treasures rich and rare i've endeavoured to define live to love and love to live You will ripen at your ease, growing on the sunny side. Fate has nothing more to give. You are a dainty man to please, if you are not satisfied. (laughs) Ha-ha! Take my counsel, happy man. Act
0: upon it if you can. Enter Chorus of Contadine, running in, led by Fiametta and Vittoria. They are met by all the ex-gondoliers who welcome them heartily.
1: Here we are, at the risk of our lives, from ever so far and we brought your wives and to that end we've crossed the main and don't intend to return again though obedience is strong curiosity is stronger we waited for long till we couldn't wait longer it's imprudent we know but without your society existence was slow and we wanted variety existence was slow and we wanted variety so here we are at the risk of our lives ever so far and we have brought your wives and to that end we've crossed the main and don't intend to return again
0: enter janetta and tessa they rush to the arms of marco and giuseppe tessa giuseppe all embrace
5: marco after sailing to this island tossing in a manner frightful we are all once more on dry land and we find the change delightful as at home we've been remaining we've not seen you both for ages tell me are you fond of raining how's the food and what's the wages does your new employment please ye how does royalizing strike you is it difficult or easy do you think your subjects like you i am anxious to elicit is it plain and easy steering take it all together is it better fun than gondoliering we shall both go on requesting till you tell us never doubt it everything is interesting tell us tell us all
6: about it they will both go on requesting till you tell them never doubt it
1: everything is interesting tell us tell us all about it
5: is the populace exacting do they keep you at a distance all unaided are you acting or do they provide assistance when you're busy have you got to get up early in the morning if you do what you ought not to do they give the usual warning with a horse do they equip you lots of trumpeting and drumming do the royal tradesmen tip you ain't the livery becoming does your human being inner feed on everything that nices do they give you wine for dinner peaches sugar-plums and ices we shall both go on requesting till you tell us never doubt it everything is interesting tell us tell us all about it
3: this is indeed a most delightful surprise
5: yes we thought you'd like it you see it was like this after you left we felt very dull and mopey and the days crawled by and you never wrote so at last i said to gianetta i can't stand this any longer those two poor monarchs haven't got anyone to mend their stockings or sew on their buttons or patch their clothes at least i hope they haven't let us all pack up a change and go see how they're getting on and she said done and they all said done and we asked old giacopo to lend us his boat and he said done and we've crossed the sea and thank goodness that's done and here we are and and i've done and now which of you is king and which of us is queen
4: that we shan't know until nurse turns up but never mind that the question is how shall we celebrate the commencement of our honeymoon gentlemen will you allow us to offer you a magnificent banquet we We will will. thanks very much and ladies what do you say to a dance
5: a banquet and a dance oh it's too much happiness dance a cachucha fandango bolero ceres
1: will drink manzanilla montero wine when it runs in abundance enhances
5: the reckless delight of that wildest of dances to the pretty pitter pitter patter and the clitter 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 clatter clitter clitter clatter pitter pitter patter 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 patter, patter 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 will dance
1: All ceres will drink manzanilla montero For wine, when it runs in abundance, enhances
6: the reckless delight of that wildest of dances.
0: Cachuca. The dance is interrupted by the unexpected appearance of Don Alhambra, who looks on with astonishment. Marco and Giuseppe appear embarrassed. The others run off, except Drummer Boy, who is driven off by Don Alhambra.
7: Good evening. Fancy ball?
4: no not exactly a little friendly dance that's all
3: sorry you're late
7: but i saw a groom dancing and
3: a footman yes that's the lord high footman
7: and dear me a common little drummer boy
4: oh no that's the lord high drummer boy
7: but surely surely the servants hall is the place for these gentry
4: oh dear no we have appropriated the servants hall it's the royal apartment and accessible only by tickets obtainable at the lord chamberlain's
3: office we really must have some place that we can call our own
7: i'm afraid i'm not quite equal to the intellectual pressure of the conversation
4: you see the monarchy has been remodelled on republican principles what all departments rank equally and everybody is at the head of his department.
7: I see. I am afraid you are annoyed. No, I won't say that. It's not quite what I expected.
3: I'm awfully sorry. So am
4: I. By the by, can I offer you anything after your voyage? A plate of macaroni and a rusk?
7: No, no, nothing, nothing.
4: Obliged to be careful?
7: Yes, Gout. You see, in every court there are distinctions that must be observed.
4: There are, are there?
7: Why, of course. For instance, you wouldn't have a Lord High Chancellor play leapfrog with his own cook. Why not? Why not? because a lord high chancellor is a personage of great dignity who should never under any circumstances place himself in the position of being told to tuck in his tutney except by a nobleman of his own rank a lord high archbishop for instance might tell a lord high chancellor to tuck in his tutney but certainly not a cook gentlemen certainly not a cook
4: not even a lord high
3: cook
7: my good friend that is a rank that is not recognized by the lord chamberlain's office no no it won't do i'll give you an instance in which the experiment was tried there lived a king as i've been told in the wonder-working days of old when hearts were twice as good as gold and twenty times as mellow good temper triumphed in his face and in his heart he found a place for all the erring human race and every wretched fellow when he had rhenish wine to drink it made him very sad to think that some at junket or at jink must be content with
4: toddy with toddy must be content with toddy
7: he wished all men as rich as he and he was rich as rich could be so to the top of every tree promoted everybody
3: now that's the kind of king for me he wished all men as rich as he so to the top of every tree promoted everybody
7: lord chancellors were cheap as sprats and bishops in their shovel hats were plentiful as tabby cats in point of fact too many ambassadors cropped up like hay prime ministers and such as they grew like asparagus in may and dukes were three a penny on every side field marshals gleamed small beer were lords lieutenant deemed with admirals the ocean teemed all round his wide dominions with admirals all round
4: his wide dominions
7: and party leaders you might meet in twos and threes in every street maintaining with no little heat their various opinions
3: now that's a sight you couldn't beat two party leaders in each street maintaining with no little heat their various opinions
7: that king although no one denies his heart was of abnormal size yet he'd have acted otherwise if he had been a cuter. the end is easily foretold when every blessed thing you hold is made of silver or of gold you long for simple pewter when you have nothing else to wear but cloth of gold and satins rare for cloth of gold you cease to care up goes the price of shoddy
4: of shoddy up goes the price of shoddy
7: in short whoever you may be to this conclusion you'll agree when everybody's somebody then no one's anybody
3: now Now that's that's as
4: plain plain as plain can can be to To this conclusion conclusion, we agree. agree when everyone is somebody
3: then no one's anybody
0: Giannetta and Tessa enter unobserved. The two girls, impelled by curiosity, remain listening at the back of the stage.
7: And now I have some important news to communicate. His Grace, the Duke of Plaza Toro, Her Grace, the Duchess, and their beautiful daughter, Casilda. I say, their beautiful daughter, Casilda.
4: We heard you.
7: Have arrived at Barataria, and may be here at any moment.
3: The Duke and Duchess are nothing to us.
7: But the daughter, the beautiful daughter, Uh Aha oh, you're a lucky dog, one of you.
4: I think you're a very incomprehensible old gentleman.
7: Not a bit, I'll explain many years ago when you whichever you are were a baby you whichever you are were married to a little girl who has grown up to be the most beautiful young lady in spain that beautiful young lady will be here to claim you whichever you are in half an hour and i congratulate that one whichever it is with all my
4: heart.
3: Married when a baby, but we were married
4: three months ago. One of you, only one,
7: the other, whichever it is, is an unintentional bigamist.
0: Coming forward.
7: Ah, oh, upon my word, eh? Who are these young people?
5: Who are we? Why, their wives, of course we've just arrived
7: their wives oh dear this is very unfortunate oh dear this complicates matters dear dear what will her majesty say
6: and do you mean to say that one of these monarchs was already married and that
7: neither of us will be a queen that is the idea i intended to convey
0: tessa and gianetta begin to cry tessa my dear dear child
5: get away perhaps it's you
3: my poor poor little woman
5: don't who knows whose husband you are and pray why didn't you tell us all about it before they left venice
7: because if i had no earthly temptation would have induced these gentlemen to leave two such extremely fascinating and utterly irresistible little ladies
5: (sighs) there's something in that
7: i may mention that you will not be kept long in suspense as the old lady who nursed the royal child is at present in the torture-chamber waiting for me to interview her.
4: Poor old girl. Hadn't you better go and put her out of her suspense?
7: Oh, no. There's no hurry. She'll be all right. She has all the illustrated papers. However, I'll go and interrogate her, and in the meantime may i suggest the absolute propriety of your regarding yourself as single young ladies good evening
0: exit on alhambra
6: well here's a pleasant state of things
0: delightful one
3: of us is married to two young ladies and nobody knows which and the other is married to one young lady whom nobody can identify
6: and one of us is married to one of you and the
5: other is married to nobody but which of you is married to which of us and what's to become of the other
0: about to cry
4: it's quite simple observe two husbands have managed to acquire three wives three wives two husbands that's two-thirds of a husband to each wife
5: oh mount vesuvius here we are in arithmetic my good sir one can't marry a vulgar fraction
3: you've no right to call me a vulgar fraction we are getting rather mixed the situation is entangled let's try and comb it out in a contemplative fashion and a tranquil frame of mind
5: free from every kind of passion some solution let us find
3: let us grasp the situation solve the complicated plot
5: quiet calm deliberation
6: disentangles every knot
5: i no doubt Giuseppe wedded. That's of course a slice of luck. He is rather dunderheaded. Still distinctly he's a duck.
3: In a contemplative fashion, and a tranquil frame of mind,
6: free from every kind of passion.
3: Some solution let us find.
6: i a victim too of Cupid. Marco married. That is clear. He's particularly
5: stupid. Still distinctly he's a dear.
4: Let us grasp the situation
3: solve the complicated plot
5: quiet calm deliberation
3: disentangles every knot to gianetta i was mated i can prove it in a trice though her charms are overrated still i own she rather nice
5: in a contemplative fashion and a tranquil frame of mind
3: free from every kind
4: of passion
5: some solution let us find
4: i to tessa willy-nilly all at once a victim fell She is what is called a
3: silly. Still, she answers pretty well.
5: Let us grasp the situation. Solve the complicated plot.
3: Quiet, calm deliberation.
5: Disentangles
3: every knot. Now, when we were pretty babies, someone married us, that's clear.
6: And if I can catch her, I'll pinch her and scratch her and send her
5: away with a flea in her ear.
4: He whom that young lady married, to receive her
0: can't refuse.
5: If I overtake her... I'll warrant I'll make her to shake in her aristocratical shoes. To Tessa. Married your Giuseppe, you and he will have to part.
0: To Gianetta,
5: If I have to do it, I'll warrant she'll rue it. I'll teach her to marry the man of my heart.
0: To Gianetta,
5: If she married Messamarco, you're a spinster, that is plain. To Tessa. No matter, no matter. If
6: I can get at her, I doubt if her mother will know her again.
0: Quiet Quiet, calm calm deliberation disentangles every knot. Exempt pondering. March. Enter procession of retainers, heralding approach of Duke, Duchess, and Casilda. All three are now dressed with the utmost magnificence. With
2: ducal pomp and ducal pride, announce these comers, O ye kettle drummers. Comes Barataria's high born bride. Ye sounding cymbals clang. She comes to claim the royal hand. Proclaim their graces, O oh, ye double bases, of the king who rules this goodly land. Ye brazen
8: brasses, bang! This polite attention touches heart of duke and heart of duchess,
9: who resign their pet with profound regret.
8: She was beauty of a model,
9: when a tiny tiddle-toddle,
10: and,
8: and at, a at twenty-one, twenty-one she excelled, excelled by, by none. none.
2: With ducal pomp and ducal pride, announce these comers, O oh, ye kettle drummers. Comes Berateria's high-born bride. Ye sounding cymbals clang. She comes to claim the royal hand. Proclaim their graces, O oh, ye double basses, of the king who rules this goodly land.
8: Ye brazen brasses, bang. To
0: his attendants,
8: be good enough to inform his Majesty. That his grace, the Duke of Plazzotoro, Limited, has arrived and begs desires demands and demands an audience. Exuent attendance. And now, my child, prepare to receive the husband to whom you were united under such interesting and romantic circumstances. But which is it? There are two of them. It is true that at present his Majesty is a double gentleman but as soon as the circumstances of his marriage are ascertained he will ipso facto boil down to a single gentleman thus presenting a unique example of an individual who becomes a single man and a married man by the same operation
9: i have known instances in which the characteristics of both conditions existed concurrently in the same individual
8: ah he couldn't have been a plazotoro
10: Oh, couldn't he, though? Well, whatever happens, I shall, of course, be a dutiful wife. But I can never love my husband.
8: I don't know. It's extraordinary what unprepossessing people one can love if one gives one's mind to it.
9: I loved your father.
8: My love? That remark is a little hard, I think. Rather cruel, perhaps? somewhat uncalled for i venture to believe it was very
9: difficult my dear but i said to myself that man is a duke and i will love him several of my relations bet me i couldn't but i did desperately on the day when i was wedded to your admirable sire i acknowledge that i dreaded an explosion of his ire I was overcome with panic for his temper was volcanic and i didn't dare revolt for i feared a thunderbolt i was always very wary for his fury was ecstatic his refined vocabulary most unpleasantly emphatic to the thunder of this tartar i knocked under like a martyr when intently he was fuming i was gently unassuming when reviling me completely i was smiling very sweetly giving him the very best and getting back the very worst that is how i tried to tame your great progenitor at first but i found that a reliance on my threatening appearance and a resolute defiance of marital interference And a gentle intimation of my firm determination to see what I could do to be wife and husband too was the only thing required for to make his temper supple. And you couldn't have desired a more reciprocating couple ever willing to be wooing. We were billing, we were cooing. When I merely from him parted, we were nearly broken-hearted when in sequel reunited we were equally delighted so with double-shotted guns and collars nailed unto the mast i tamed your insignificant
10: progenitor at last my only hope is that when my husband sees what a shady family he has married into he will repudiate the contract altogether
8: shady a nobleman shady who is blazing in the luster of unaccustomed pocket-money? A nobleman shady, who can look back upon ninety-five quarterings? It is not every nobleman who is ninety-five quarters in arrear, I mean, who can look back upon ninety-five of them. And this, just as I have been floated at a premium. Oh, fie! your majesty is
9: surely unaware that directly your majesty's father came before the public he was applied for over and over again
8: my dear her majesty's father was in the habit of being applied for over and over again and very urgently applied for too long before he was registered under the limited liability act to help unhappy commoners and add to their enjoyment, affords a man of noble rank congenial employment. Of our attempts we offer you examples illustrative. The work is light, and I may add, its most remunerative. Small titles and orders for mayors and recorders I get, and they're highly delighted.
9: They're highly delighted.
8: MPs baroneted, sham colonels gazetted and second-rate aldermen-knighted.
9: Yes, aldermen-knighted. Foundation-stone-laying.
8: I find very paying. It adds a large sum to my makings. Large sums to his makings. At charity dinners, the best of speech-spinners. I get ten per cent on the takings. One-tenth of the takings. I present any lady
9: whose conduct is shady or smacking of doubtful propriety
8: doubtful propriety
9: when virtue would quash her i take and whitewash her and launch her in first-rate society first-rate
8: society
9: i recommend acres of clumsy dressmakers their fit and their finishing touches
8: their finishing touches
9: a sum in addition they pay for permission to say that they make
8: for the duchess they make for the duchess those pressing prevailers Those ready-made tailors quote me as their great double barrel. Their great double barrel. I allow them to do so. Though Robinson Crusoe would jibe at their wearing apparel. I sit, by selection, upon the direction of several companies' bubble. All companies' bubble. As soon as they're floated, I'm freely bank-noted. I'm pretty well paid for my trouble.
9: He's paid for his trouble. At middle-class party, I play at E. and I'm by no means a beginner.
8: She's not a beginner.
9: To one of my station, the remuneration, five guineas a night, and my dinner.
8: And wine with her dinner.
9: I write letters blatant on medicines patent, and use any other you mustn't.
8: Believe me, you mustn't.
9: And vow my complexion derives its perfection from somebody's soap which it doesn't
8: it certainly doesn't we're ready as witness to any one's fitness to fill any place or preferment a
9: place or preferment
8: we enjoy an interment
9: we're often in waiting
8: the spark of a swindle
9: and sometimes attend an interment
8: in short if you'd kindle the spark of a swindle
9: lure simpletons into your clutches
8: yes into your clutches
9: or hoodwink a debtor you cannot do better
8: or hoodwink a debtor you cannot do better
9: than trot out a duke or a duchess
8: a duke or a duchess enter marco and giuseppe ah their majesties
0: your majesty bows with great ceremony the duke of Plazatoro, i believe the same marco and giuseppe offer to shake hands with him the Duke bows ceremoniously. They endeavor to imitate him. Allow me to present the young lady when I was married. Marco and Giuseppe offer to shake hands with her. Casilda curtsies formally. They endeavor to imitate her.
10: Gentlemen, I am the most obedient servant of one of you. Oh, Louis.
8: I am now about to address myself. TO THE gentleman WHOM MY DAUGHTER MARRIED. THE OTHER MAY ALLOW HIS ATTENTION TO WANDER IF HE LIKES, FOR WHAT I AM ABOUT TO SAY DOES NOT CONCERN HIM. SIR, YOU WILL FIND IN THIS YOUNG LADY A COMBINATION OF EXCELLENCES WHICH YOU WOULD SEARCH FOR IN VAIN IN ANY YOUNG LADY WHO HAD NOT THE GOOD FORTUNE TO BE MY DAUGHTER. THERE IS SOME LITTLE DOUBT AS TO WHICH OF YOU IS THE gentleman I AM ADDRESSING. And which is the gentleman who was allowing his attention to wander. But when that doubt is solved, I shall say, still addressing the attentive gentleman, take her, and may she make you happier than her mother has made me. Sir? If possible. And now there is a little matter to which I think I am entitled to take exception. I come here in state with her grace the Duchess and Her Majesty, my daughter. And what do I find? Do I find, for instance, a guard of honor to receive me? No. No. The town illuminated? No. No. Refreshment provided? No. No. A royal salute fired? No. 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 Triumphal arches erected? No. No. No the bell set ringing no yes one the visitors and i rang it myself it is not enough it is not enough upon my honour i am very sorry but you see i was brought up in a
4: gondola and my ideas of politeness are confined to taking off my cap to my passengers when they tip me
9: that's all very well in its way but it
8: is
10: not enough
8: i'll take off anything else in reason but a royal salute to my daughter it costs so little
10: papa i don't want a salute
8: my dear sir as soon as
4: we
3: know which of us is entitled to take that liberty she shall have as many salutes as she likes as for guards of honour and triumphal arches you don't know our people
8: they wouldn't stand it They are very off-hand with us. Very off-hand, indeed. Oh, but you mustn't allow that. You must keep them in proper discipline. You must impress your court with your importance. You want deportment, carriage. We've got a carriage. Manner, dignity. There must be a good deal of this sort of thing, business, and a little of this sort of thing, business, and possibly just a soup of this sort of thing business and so on oh it's very useful and most effective just attend to me you are a king i am a subject very good i am a courtier grave and serious who is about to kiss your hand try to combine a pose imperious with a demeanour nobly bland let
0: us combine a pose imperious with a demeanour nobly bland marco and giuseppe endeavour to carry out his instructions
8: that's if anything too unbending too aggressively stiff and grand they suddenly modify their attitudes now to the other extreme you're tending don't be so deucedly condescending
10: now to the other extreme you're tending don't be so dreadfully condescending
3: oh hard to please some nobleman seem at first if anything too unbending off we go to the other extreme too confoundedly condescending
8: now a gavotte perform sedately offer your hand with conscious pride take an attitude not too stately still sufficiently dignified oncely twicely oncely twicely bow impressively ere you glide they do so now for an attitude not too stately still sufficiently
0: dignified they endeavour to carry out his instructions
8: beating time capital both capital both you've caught it nicely that is the style of thing precisely capital both capital
10: both that is the style of the thing precisely
8: oh
3: sweet to earn a nobleman's praise capital both capital Capital both Both. we've caught it nicely supposing he's right in what he says this is the style of thing
0: precisely gavotte at the end exeunt duke and duchess leaving casilda with marco and giuseppe to marco the old birds have gone away and left the young chickens together that's called tact it's
3: very awkward we really ought to tell her how we are situated it's not fair to the girl then why don't you do it i'd rather not you i don't know
4: how to begin to casilda er madam i we that is several of us
10: gentlemen i am bound to listen to you but it is right to tell you that Not knowing I was married in infancy, I am over head and ears in love with somebody else.
4: Our case exactly. We are over head and ears in love with somebody else. Enter Giannetta and Tessa. In point of fact, with our wives.
10: Your wives?
5: Then you are married? It's not our fault. We knew nothing about it. We are sisters in misfortune. We are sisters in misfortune.
10: My good girls, I don't blame you only before we go any further we must really arrive at some satisfactory arrangement or we shall get hopelessly complicated
3: here is a case unprecedented here are a king and queen ill-starred
10: ever since marriage was first invented
3: never was known a case so hard i may be said to have been bisected by a profound catastrophe
5: through a calamity unexpected i am divisible into three o oh, moralists all
4: how can you call marriage a state of unity
3: when excellent husbands are bisected and wives divisible into three o oh, moralists all how can you call marriage a state of union true
10: one-third of myself is married to half of ye or you
3: when half of myself
0: has married one-third of ye or you enter don alhambra followed by duke duchess and all the chorus
7: now let the loyal lieges gather round the prince's foster mother has been found she will declare to silver clarions sound the rightful king let him forthwith be
0: crowned don alhambra brings forward inez the prince's
8: foster mother
0: speak woman
8: speak we're all attention
10: the news we seek this moment mention to us they bring his
4: foster-mother or this my brother
5: the royal prince was by the king entrusted to my fond care ere i grew old and crusted when traitors came to steal his son reputed my own small boy i deftly substituted the villains fell into the trap completely i hid the prince away still sleeping sweetly i called him son with pardonable slyness his name louise behold his royal highness
0: sensation louise ascends the throne crowned and robed as king rushing to his arms louise
5: embrace is this indeed the king
10: O wondrous
5: revelation o unexpected thing unlooked-for situation this
3: statement we receive
5: with sentiments conflicting
3: our hearts rejoice and grieve each other contradicting
5: to those whom we adore
3: we can be reunited on one point rather sore but on the whole delighted
2: when others claimed thy dainty hand i waited waited waited
8: as prudence so i understand dictated tated tated
10: by virtue of our early vow recorded corded, corded, your
9: pure and patient love is now rewarded warded warded
8: then hail o king of a golden land
9: and the
10: high-born bride who claims his hand the past is dead and you gain your
5: own a royal crown and a golden throne
0: all kneel louise crowns casilda once more gondolieri both skilful
3: and wary free from this quandary contented are we ah from royalty flying our gondolas plying and, and merrily crying our primi stali ah so good-bye
1: cachuca fandango bolero we'll dance a farewell to that measure old ceres adieu Masanilla. Montero.
0: We
2: leave you with feelings of pleasure.
0: Curtain. End of Act Two. End of The Gondoliers by W. S. Gilbert.